0: Hey, it's Gaz, one half of Teenage Dirtbags, here to just mention that uh, the audio quality on this episode and the next few episodes is not great. We use a different recording setup than Cole and I use, and we are working on it. We record these in big batches, so we ask for your patience. And in the meantime, keep in mind, you ain't seen nothing yet. Skateboards and high heels, cold drinks and epic feels. Someone invited everlast to our
1: podcast. Yeah, <laughs> let your beard grow down. dude, Hey, everybody! Welcome to H. <laughs> Dirtbags. I'm Bryn Cameron. With me, as always, Gary Butterfield. How are you, Gary?
0: I'm, I'm doing great. I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm hanging out at a party and someone just walked out behind me and whispered, Heaven let your light shine down. <laughs> <laughs> why, why would you feel like that? Uh, it's a very special feeling that can only come from Collective Soul's hit song Shine.
1: Their debut hit single.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 1993. I remember this being a big deal, man. This came out. This
1: is a huge deal, and it's a huge song still to this day. I mean, everybody knows that sound.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And uh, another in our uh, long-standing string of number one modern rock tracks. The big. So this was, this was a number one hit. This is huge. It was huge. It's still
1: huge, as we mentioned. Super fantastic.
0: Did you know that this song, you know, Dolly Parton covered it on our 2001 album, Little Sparrow? Is that true? Yeah. Huh. I kind of want to. I'm say, curious about that. Yeah. Why didn't we do that? <laughs> Dolly Parton's cover of Shine. Finally, the, the Dirt Boys are covering Shine. The episode we've been waiting for for years, and then we just bam, Dolly Parton version. <laughs>
1: like, F you, convective souls. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep. I imagine her
1: version's but, real pretty.
0: Yeah, I, I'm just. I really want to hear her going. Bow, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh huh.
1: I think that, that's not quite Dolly Parton. I think that's Ben's
0: mom. I know, but I assume that he, he was born from a parton. Yeah,
1: that could make sense. So Gary, let's yeah. uh before we talk about the video, um, I gotta ask you a question, Gary. Absolutely.
0: You snacking on anything?
1: You snacking on anything.
0: I <laughs> uh I, I'm not. I I uh I woke up and had my uh customary quick breakfast, which is toast and peanut butter. Mm. And uh and have not had I have not supped upon anything since. I'm I'm planning on uh after my recording sesh today mm-hmm. snacking on uh some some vegetable soup that I made. With my CSA basket, oh, I got, for the
1: week. Very nice.
0: Yeah. How about uh, how about you, you snack and anything?
1: Yeah, I just had a couple of pieces of dried fruit. Ooh. Yeah, mostly. What kind of fruit? There's mostly apricots, but there's also a dried plum, which becomes a prune. Uh,
0: yeah, a, a dried apricot always th- makes me think of like a like a, a cheap special effect ear, <laughs>
1: <laughs> like or that thing like when you. <laughs>
0: Like, like in, in the beginning of Blue Velvet, like, that could be a, a dried apricot. Or, like, if you're playing that game where, like, and these were her eyes, and you pass over <laughs> two peeled grapes, you could pass over a dried apricot and be like, and this was her ear. She was very small. <laughs> and Very dry. <laughs> I don't know. I, most of the time
1: when I have dried apricots, they're still kind of moist. Like, it's kind of a misnomer.
0: <laughs> Am I thinking of a different fruit?
1: Uh, like, is, is
0: a dried apricot shaped like an ear? Because there's one of them that's like very much shaped like an. No, ear. I
1: think it could be a dried apricot. I could see that happening.
0: Okay, but maybe I've just had bad dried apricots. It's like how when I was growing up, I didn't like turkey, and it was because I'd only had it when my mom made it, and she just like, you know, dehydrated it. Yeah, it's just a
1: it was traditional meat. gross Midwestern mom meal.
0: Oh, is this is this time for another episode of Gross Midwestern Mom dot dot com? Yes. <laughs> It's gross, midwestern mom meals. dot com.
1: Uh, okay, so tell us about this gross, gross midwestern, midwestern mom meal, Gary. Every,
0: so every time I had two kinds of Thanksgivings growing up, every once in a while we go to uh, my my kind of big family things with my my wealthy aunt and uncle, and they would make good food and knew how to cook it. They make a big, nice you know, juicy turkey, but they'd also make ham, like, I like a holiday ham. Uh, but when my mom would make turkey at home, I think that she prescribed the idea of like just sticking in the oven, like a few days in advance and just kind of like let, letting it go at like a nice 80 degree heat for like three days. Wow. Uh, until it literally like it sapped all of the moisture out of the turkey and you had, you had to like, you had like a gravy shooter yeah. to get it to go down your throat. <sighs> That's a gross Midwestern mom meal.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like the... Do you have any gross uh, holiday good... Oh, sorry. No. Oh, no, no, no. Um, I was. Uh, do you have any gross Midwestern mom meal? I did it again. No. I, I couldn't tell if you were deferring to me. I apologize. Can, please continue. I won't interrupt.
1: Uh, well, I was just going to make a joke. Have you had any <laughs> I'm <sorry. laughs>
0: Forget can, it. This time. This please, is over. Go. We're done with this bit. <laughs> you can go seriously. You can go seriously. I'm sorry. Please, please continue. I don't actually
1: body. have any grocery Midwestern mom meals that were holiday based that I can think of right off the top of my head. So,
0: sorry. <laughs> and that's how you end a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we end that. <laughs> i am showing you how to do it.
1: Well, you know um, what? I take it I back. There was a there was a like a bisquick based uh, like egg scramble uh, thing for breakfast that I had once. Um... And I was like, it was just real like biscuits and eggs and cheese and sausage, and I just kind of like was eating a brick. Um, and It was yeah. very unpleasant.
0: It sounds like a real loaf meal.
1: Yeah, it was a loaf.
0: Yeah, the breakfast loaf.
1: And even worse was reheating it and trying to eat it because I don't know if you had Bisquick in a thing, and then you tried to put it in the microwave. It's like it just like turns it into gross sludge.
0: It just turns into second biscuit. Yeah. It's like the biscuit just evolves into a harder, like, less edible biscuit every time you microwave and, it.
1: And adds, like, all these, like, bitter flavors to it. Like, it's just very unpleasant. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Something happens in the chemistry of that biscuit.
1: Yeah. Something's wrong.
0: Yeah. Um, Shine mm-hmm. by Collective Soul. This video, to me, looks like a student art video. Yeah. Like a, like a student film. It, it definitely does. You know, does. like, let's, lots of... Lots of low angles. Everything's black and white. Lots of, like, one person standing in the foreground mm-hmm. with several people standing in the background out of focus or vice versa. Yeah. Like, a lot of, like, baby's first depth of field and this kind, is, of, kind of functions. I mean,
1: it's 1994. This is, like, the most grunge thing that I've ever seen. Like, I've never seen so much flannel. Um, it's so grunge. Like, it's intense.
0: The, the The grunge part of it's really weird because... The uh, this kind of came a little bit late. This is ninety four, and uh, this is like a Christian band. Like they're kind of you know so they have a lot of like kind of praise songs. So there's a weird bit of like the over grungeness that felt a little like the lady doth protest too much, a little bit to me. Like they're really making a show of being being grungy. Yeah. Like did you did you catch any of that? Like it's just like let's just get the entire cast of singles and <laughs> get them to, to hang out be extras in our video. Yeah, um, I
1: guess I could see that. Yeah. Uh, I just assume that that's really what what they looked like, and that they wanted to show angsty teens.
0: And that that could be too. I, I'm never going to turn down an opportunity to show off angsty teens.
1: Yeah. Are you ever going to give me up?
0: Uh, I'm never going to give you up. Never going to okay. let you down. Oh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> 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 you're, you're welcome. All right. Very uh, good. The uh, and and just real quick too, just because I just noticed it. Doing the show has opened up a, a brave new world to me, of uh, looking at the Wikipedia entries for individual songs, okay, which is something I never did before. And watching the Wikipedia uh, guys describe things in musical terms is very funny to me. Like it's just like the uh, so this is this is an, an excerpt from the Wikipedia for for this. It says, uh, Shine features a guitar with slight distortion, mellow atmosphere and a mellow atmosphere throughout the verses. Its chorus pounds with staccato riffs before brightening up with the lyrics Heaven let your light shine down. Later, the song's bridge modulates into double time behind a hard rock solo. Like yeah. it's just this weird, like it's like yeah, that is true. What a terrible way to talk about music though.
1: Yeah. Like it, it is, is it
0: is it is a really clinical Wikipedia like well, way to discuss this. Right.
1: If it wasn't a in- like, you can't put any opinion in, in here, you know, because someone will take it out. Someone who yeah. really hates this song will go to the Wikipedia page and talk about how, um, you know, lead, lead singer, um, whatever his face is. <laughs> Sorry, forgive yeah. me for, for kidding. Um, yeah, lead singer, like, you know, lays eggs in a clutch or something like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Ed Roland <laughs> has been known to leave a leave a slime trail on his way out of bed between his his ovu sack and his egg clutch.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like his brother, who's also in the band, this is our second brother band uh, recently.
0: That was a big '90s thing.
1: It was two like brothers in a grand. band.
0: Yeah, this guy just like he's just like I want to I want to write these songs. I'm going to go on my brother Dean, get him on guitar. Yeah.
1: The old Deanie Roland.
0: Yeah, the the Roland Bros. Yeah, Roland, Roland, Roland. Get those bows, Roland.
1: <laughs> but there's only two, China, it's Roland, Roland. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They needed Roland, a third Roland. Roland. Yeah, like uh, from uh, Street Fighter.
1: Yeah. Or uh, from
0: or like Tekken or whatever the, the game. Yeah, was I
1: think you always say Roland, but it's really Renault.
0: Um, I, I no, it's um, is it yeah? It might be Ronaldo or like Ronaldo or something like that. Yeah. Rolento. Rolento. Yeah. I think <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, you, Rolento. You can forgive me. If, <laughs> for choosing a name rather than just a random connection of consonants.
1: Yeah, yeah. it really sounds like, um, like, it's enough, like, pimento that it makes me think that it's, like, a thing that you would put inside of a like, a cheese or a sausage. Yeah, a, a Rolento loaf. <laughs> yeah, like, like, a, like, a nice relento loaf.
0: A pickled relento. <laughs> Hello? Um... <laughs> Yeah, so so lots of 90s teens walking around. Yeah, know, so there stuff. seems to be
1: something of a story, um, right? In, yeah. I mean, it seems to be that uh, angsty teens in, let's call it any place, 1994 America, <laughs> uh, <laughs> find an abandoned building and then kind of <laughs> band together to clean it up a little bit. So that yeah. Collective Soul can play there at
0: the end of <laughs> <like> the video. <laughs> they, they put in the, the appropriate amount of effort, I think, for yeah. for getting Collective Soul to play at your abandoned building. Also, two of the teens find love. Like the really short haired girl and the angriest looking dude in the end, and kind of like making out. Or doing that thing where like the dude sits on a, a wall with his legs spread and the girl's like standing in the triangulation zone between his knees. Okay. And they're just kind of talking real close.
1: Yeah, but there's there's definitely a scene where angry dude is looking at the ground where people used to be making out.
0: Do you think do you think there's a there's more of like kind of the breakout time travel narrative going on in the song? There
1: might be because I I can't tell if he's come back to this area where he was happy once and like and also can we the rolling on the ground makeout scene uh, looks really like the girl is just making out with like a scarecrow because he's wearing like a hoodie and it looks like <laughs> yeah.
0: a pin <pumpkin>, like <laughs> that's, that's probably what actually happened the uh the, like, he couldn't make it to set that day <laughs> so
1: he just
0: used this random, random scarecrow so we'll
1: just the, get uh, this we'll just get this scarecrow and we'll get um yeah we'll just pull the hood up on it it'll be fine
0: right i have a uh, uh just a just another episode of uh T- telling tales out of school. Okay.
1: Um, out of school tales. Gary and Brayton, please report to the principal's office.
0: <laughs> out of school tales. Um proposition, a business idea. So apparently this uh this video was included on an era themed compilation, Essential Music Videos, nineties rock. Okay. You we have we should live stream us watching that at some point for this show. Yeah. Like, me and you live stream that onto, onto the computer with us commenting on the videos as they go and live stream that experience. If we could, do, I think that's a great really idea. Uh,
1: if we could somehow find a charity of people that have been hurt by 1990s videos and then raise money for them, I think that would be, that <laughs> <laughs> would be ideal. You mean like Not the guys a... in
0: Collective Soul? <laughs> like, like, what if we send all the money to the guys that collect the soul? <laughs> <laughs> like, what if we raise money and then send it to these guys? They're, they're probably fine. They're probably fine. It would just be be very funny for them to receive a check for like thirty six dollars and ninety seven. It's like an explanation, like we're really sorry, <laughs> yeah. and a picture of us shrugging with bucket hats.
1: I was only thirteen. I couldn't go to your shows.
0: Yeah, couldn't go to your shows. <laughs> could not make it there.
1: <laughs> okay, Um so there's a couple things that I wanted to point out in a little bit of uh, pop-up audio, if I could, Gary.
0: Pop-up audio. Absolutely.
1: Uh, right at uh, about 3 minutes and 46 seconds into this video, uh, that shows the, like, there's a great shot of the lineup of all of the teams, and, mm-hmm. uh, right at 48 seconds, uh, you get to see the most like precocious teen of all history. Like she's she's I'm I'm assuming it's a she. She's wearing a like a belly shirt and uh, like round John Lennon glasses and a beret. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yep. Back in the, the weird time that braids made that comeback, a while. Well. Did you ever own a beret?
1: No, I've never owned a beret. If anyone should have, it probably would have been me, but I never did.
0: I I did. I wore a beret for like, you know, I had a beret. I wore a couple of days. Yeah. Back in back in in this period of time. Yeah. Just imagine like fat little Gary Butterfield with all all long blonde stringy hair wearing that beret, walking like down a to busy, pick up a pack of fallen empires. Cards. Like a
1: busy bone.
0: Yeah, like the busy bone era. <laughs> Gary Butterfield is like <laughs> <laughs> the uh, that's a that's a sad image right there wearing um, a
1: beret, really, Gary?
0: I didn't, like, wear it, like, every day. I just oh. had one that I would wear occasionally when I was feeling jaunty.
1: Yeah, I just feel like that's a real precocious teen move on your part. It
0: was a precocious teen move. I was a piece of shit, man. Like, I was a <laughs> teen. Like,
1: like
0: the, uh, it's not like I wasn't an idiot for years, like, 1 through 33. <laughs> I finally made yeah. it.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, let me let me ask you this. Was your beret wearing inspired more by Judy Funny or by Clarissa Darling?
0: Um, I choose the third option. Uh, it was it was, it was uh, By Prince? Uh, yeah <laughs> I, I I wish it was uh Blossom, actually mm. though. Ugh. So. Ugh. <laughs> Or her friend six. Um yeah. whoa Whoa That guy had a song, right?
1: Uh, he had sure. uh, he had an, a, like several albums and his own TV yeah. show. Yeah, Joey Lawrence. Um, here's a, his a little tales out of school yourself, or um, if you want to, we'll call it uh, I don't know corn maze memories. And it'll be okay, stories think, from DeKalb, Illinois.
0: <laughs> I think Tales Out of School is our business talk.
1: Okay, yeah. And then for Maze
0: memories is DeKalb, DeKalb. Okay.
1: So uh, one of my first times I was ever out in DeKalb was to visit my friend Ron Felton, who you may or may not have met. And very quickly got recruited into his uh, band uh, called Kung Fu Grips. And we had a song called... Joey Lawrence, which, uh, which we played. Uh, the premise of the Kung Fu Grips is that every show was a reunion show because at the end of every show we broke up.
0: That's a great premise.
1: Yeah. Uh, one, of, one of the times John Ugolini uh, hit me in the face with a garbage can several times. And that's how we Aww. broke up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I like the way that you tell the story because it makes it sound like the, the, the whole thing happened in like an afternoon.
1: Yeah, that's like you were seeing the <laughs>
0: got recruited, practiced and performed a show, and it was like from like one p.m. to three forty or so, and all yeah, that, that happened. That's
1: about exactly what happened. <laughs> um, it was it, that was the
0: way that we did it in uh, in because
1: you know yeah. musical integrity was not my thing.
0: That, that's corn mazes for you. That's, <laughs> that's what it does to the music scene. Yeah. The, uh, so I guess that according to the official lore for this video. Um, the, the uh, the, the, uh, it's, it's these youths, uh, it says youths are seen carrying seemingly random items across a rural area on railroad tracks before arriving at an old shed and watching the band perform.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that, that's the concept. Whoever directed this video, William Levin, uh, was just like, that's it. You know, that's what we need. Like, let's get some youths to carry some random objects. And, uh, and that's it.
1: And print. It's very, very brief, but there is a moment there where you see a don't tread on me flag. So yeah. all of these teens are libertarians.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. This whole video is, is just a a, a a parable for the internet. Yeah. Like, these, these teens are, are carrying all of their random detritus to Reddit.com or yeah, free speech tweets. And then they, they
1: all just hang out and they talk about how right Ayn Rand is. And then they yep. they're super psyched about Jesus.
0: And and how much they're looking forward to Ed Roland and the Sweet Tea Project.
1: <laughs> that's actually pretty great. Uh, that's not oh, really Yeah. Um, well, a
0: good... Like, okay, what, what, okay, what?
1: Gary. Sorry, yeah. I'm going to interrupt that's you okay. for a very quick Stumptown Tales. Or Stumptown okay. Stories. Okay. Uh. In North Portland, there is a North Portland yoga studio. I think that might actually just be what it's called. And it is owned by someone named Sweet Home Teacup. Thank you.
0: That's a great name. <laughs> I love it. The, uh, when, when do, what, band, what year do you think Ed Roland and the Sweet Tea Project was founded? 2007. 2011? Oof. It's pretty late for that, that name.
1: Yeah, because it sounds, it sounds you...
0: like a jam band. It sounds like like the Spaghetti Incident or something.
1: Yeah, it really does. Yeah. What kind of music did they play, Gary?
0: Um, rock. Oh. <laughs> so... <laughs> Southern rock. The, yeah, their, their debut album, "Devils and Darlings." Oh. Uh, so you can you kind of really kind of guess what's going on with that. The, uh, yeah, American rock.
1: Okay. I was boy. gonna. I was gonna assume Southern Rock because of the uh, the sweet tea, Don't,
0: and the "Don't Try On Me" flag. Yeah, in
1: well, in the video. that could be anywhere. There was a you know, I lived in this town called Wakanda, Illinois, for many years, and there was like somebody who flew that flag, and I was like, this "Is, is, this is Wakanda, Minnesota. Minnesota.
0: Whoa Wakanda?"
1: No, yeah, <laughs> there was the bit was uh, the story is too short for that. Okay, <laughs> okay so. Uh, we get to the end of the video where Collective Soul has escaped from their like, it appears to be like, Briar Clutch, or like <laughs> like like Prison of Trees and Light that they're in.
0: That's my favorite uh, Martin Page song. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's the follow-up to House of Stone Light, it's Prison of Trees. Yeah, Prison Light. of Trees
0: and Light. <laughs> it's part of his, his cycle, his seven song Omnicycle. Yeah.
1: Uh, so they they escape because they've been summoned forth by these precocious teens, precocious angsty teens. Uh, and there's shots of the full band rocking all together. And every single member of the band is rocking to a completely different rhythm uh, <laughs> and like at different doing different moves. And it looks so chaotic.
0: It it looks like the um like the Peanuts band.
1: Yes. Like how
0: they're all kind of doing their own thing in rhythm with themselves and nothing else. Yeah. Like it's like the collective soul version of the peanuts band. Dee
1: dee 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 dee.
0: Um that that Braden, are you ready, um not to not to get us too far off track here.
1: Hmm. But
0: um that all of this talking about collective soul.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh makes me think of the season, makes me think of Christmas, and it's giving me an idea for an elevator pitch.
1: Oh yeah, no, let's hear it. Gary
0: and Braden are... All right. Um Braden, what do you get for the hardest working man in snow business? <laughs>
1: uh I don't know. I, I would think that guy works hard enough, he probably has everything he needs.
0: Yeah, he works he works really hard. He's uh he's constantly, you know, shoveling snow. It's uh it's it's hard work and uh he probably wishes that there was uh, just a better way. Like yeah, probably.
1: Us. You know, maybe that's so you wouldn't I, have to work so
0: hard. Exactly. So that he'd be the second or third hardest working man in the snow business. And uh, that's why I want to introduce you to Pro Globes.
1: That's weird.
0: Now, the name might make you think that they're <laughs> snow globes, but really they're shovels. And there's a little simple song to help you keep it straight. Okay. here it, it. It goes, it goes, uh, Pro Globes, scoop it up, they're shovels, <laughs> not globes, sorry about the mix up.
1: <laughs> that's a very good familiar sounding song that I think people will really get
0: behind. <laughs> it's almost as if I had a song written for it and forgot the tune and <laughs> defaulted to <laughs> that. Uh
1: well, let's assume that's not the case cuz I like to pretend. But that's great I, Gary. I I love this idea. Uh, I know there's a lot of hard working snow snowmen's out there or in snow business uh and and they need a break just like everybody else.
0: Brayton, just because I just remembered the other tune it was. I'm going to give you the actual song real quick. Okay. Use, you know, whichever one can be canon. This is this is the alternate cut. Uh grab a snake. Grab, <laughs> grab, <laughs> grab a stick. Scoop some snow or ah shit. Oh, yeah. Um grab a stick. Scoop snow up. It's actually a shovel and we're sorry for the mix up. Pro glows, they're gonna move snow. <laughs> gonna make it, so it go go. <laughs> uh,
1: brilliant, I love it. Thank you. Thank so, you. this collective soul video, I feel like oh, it's sure. another it's another traditional band playing the song, but I'm so happy that the director and the editor decided to point out every single time that uh, uh, one of the Roland says, "Yeah,
0: yeah." <laughs> It's it's really it is the highlight of the song. Like if you're gonna really is. throw throw the song into a balsamic reduction, like mm-hmm. that would be the thing that was left after you boiled everything else away.
1: Just the words, so,
0: yeah, yeah, or with a little bit of the like hints of and then just yeah. overwhelming notes of yeah,
1: yeah. And he he does the same move every time. He kind of kind of cups the microphone a little bit with his hands, but also it's still kind of a very like. Uh, maybe it's just his long hair and his his face that just makes it kind of look like it's almost religious in the way he does it. Like there's a reverence it's, to the microphone.
0: It well, it's it's they're a religious band. Like he describes yes. the song as a prayer. Like it, it makes sense. He's praying to the, the the holy microphone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Gary,
1: we've learned mm-hmm. a lot. We learned about uh, what what it's like in the in Cal music scene. We yep. learned about not treading on people. We learned about uh, precociousness. And yeah, you think to yourself, Gary, this has been a great episode. We can write, rate it. We can review it on iTunes or whatever sort of other things that you want to. We can listen to other shows on the network like Check It Out Comrades or, or uh, Watch Out for Fireballs or some other ones that are three words um, or four words or whatever. Uh, and we've seen a lot. But you ain't seen nothing yet. Gary, I think this week, like every week, you're going to read us an onion poem. Is that correct?
0: That is correct. I've, I've written a poem about an onion. I'd like to share it with you and mm-hmm. with the, the listeners at home. Are you ready? Yes. "'Bitter Apple Kid,' tells it to the congregation. "'Big hair, fine, but thin. Skin shines. Don't cry,' shouted in unison. "'Bitter Apple Kid' laughs it out. "'Have you ever been cut? Everyone has. Don't cry.' Wait a beat, in a stage whisper. Don't cry. Who are they telling?' "'The sermon continues. Audio orbital, and the congregation sweats, cries, burns. "'But they do it in unison, their soul collective.' Don't cry. A final wish. Onion brings together the dish.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. That, um, I, I would say that that brought a little bit of shine to the episode.
0: Thank you. Thank you. It brought tears to my eyes, like an onion and like <laughs> a soul.
1: Yes, exactly. All right. Uh, well, thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, <laughs> tune in in two weeks when we have a new episode that I don't want to tell you about yet.
0: Yeah, because it, you will find it to be a fun surprise. You should always watch the videos that, for these songs before you listen to the episode, but you should really watch the video for the next one before you listen yep. to the episode. like
1: six or seven times, but you won't yeah. know what it is, because I'm yeah. not going to tell you.
0: You'll, you'll find out. It'll be in the show notes. It contains multitudes, so please yeah. watch it a bunch. You'll like it. You won't, but... The, uh, <laughs> that's the tagline. You'll like it. You won't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, Good night.
0: Good night.